With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour on this Thursday, Brian Windhorst from The Mothership. Talk about some of these items. The ruling on John Morant coming soon. What about the possibility of Dame or Bradley Beal or Zion Williamson being traded here in the offseason? The NBA draft coming up next week. Stat of the Day brought to you by the great folks at Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Poll question for the final hour of the program is going to be what, Steve O'Connor? Dan, last hour we put up there, uh, who would you bet on having a better Ooh. career moving forward, Ja Morant or Zion Williamson? 75% have Ja. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not worried about him on the floor, although he's going to be off the floor for quite some time. And we did throw out the question, who plays more games next year? Jaw, who you know is going to get a lengthy suspension, or Zion Williamson. Mean-spirited, but when you look at Zion, he's played in 114 games in four years. Out of, out of a possible 328? I don't like those numbers for a young player, and as we move on, uh, you know, he's already got the bag, as the kids like to say. And I wonder his motivation here moving forward. All right, 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. We did uh, spend a little, maybe a little too much time on Carl Anthony Towns. He was on Patrick Beverly's <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and uh, he had this to say to uh, Patrick Beverly. I'm going to put it like this. I feel like when my time's up and, my, and I retire and I put the shoes up and I say, you know what, Pat? I'm a, I'm a, me, the kids and the wife, we're going to head out to the sunset and enjoy life. I feel like there's going to be people who are going to say, you know, that I changed the game and I'm going to be very appreciative of that. That's guys. Everything's up for stipulation. And you know what I like to say is that no matter when think when this is all over, that there's going to be kids coming up saying that they're going to be able to play a different way because I played an NBA and did it a different way. Okay. Um, Patrick Beverly, not exactly, you know, a journalist here, didn't, I guess, follow up and say, how exactly have you changed the game? What do you do that's different from, say, a couple other big guys who are able to shoot outside? Carl uh, Anthony Towns wasn't done. Uh, he and Patrick Beverly discussed how impressive it was that uh, the Timberwolves, they uh, won a play-in game. I don't care how you say it. Like, it was a reason the Denver Nuggets won a championship. I just played them in the playoffs, bro. They was... 
They were telling us our plays. They were like, all right, yo, they just, they weren't even talking. Right. All right to an area, and the person was just randomly right there. I'm like, how is this possible? But they also, what? What's one of the things that, like, you see, it was more special what we did in Minnesota because we had, we had like, what, like a month? And then we had right. training camp, and it was like, you better figure it all out right now. Yeah. And we really figured it out quick. Yeah. Think about it. They had what? Jokic been in the league. Four years. If you think about it, you, four years, we got it done in four months. Right. <laughs> so what they did in four, four months was more impressive than what the Nuggets did in four years, I think is what they're saying. Okay. Well, keep the team together. See what you have. You got Anthony Edwards, who's the best player on the team. You got Carl Anthony Towns. Okay. Maybe you got something here. Yes, Paul. I'm a big fan of self-confidence. It, it, but being delusional yeah. with your self-confidence <laughs> is, is where you get in trouble. Yeah. Thinking you're way better. Having confidence, believing yourself, thinking you're great. Carl Anthony Towns is great. He's a matchup nightmare. You know, he, inside, outside. However... He didn't change any basketball games. I don't think so. Yeah, it, it, he could be both. He's very good player. There, there have been a few big guys who can shoot and rebound, and that's what he does. You know, I don't think he's a shot blocking machine. That's why they went out and got Rudy Gobert. They needed a rim protector. He's not a great passer. I think he averages four assists a game. But um, I, Carl Anthony, and and it felt like like three or four, maybe four years ago, is where he kind of hit his peak, averaging uh, you know 25 and 12. In the last couple of years, down a little bit there. Okay, just getting started here. <laughs> yes, Paulie. The, the, and the Timberwolves are like somewhat likable. They're kind of fun on the court. They're young. They're fresh. Edwards is a real great Edwards character. Edwards is great. Yeah. I don't know if the Timberwolves are. 42 and 40, they're on the cusp yeah. of being they're on the cusp of being on the cusp. They're average. Yeah. Nevada approves a stadium deal to bring in the A's. Everything is fine in Buffalo with the Buffalo Bills. And uh, the U.S. Open is underway. Michael Jordan's shoes that he wore during the flu game were just sold for $1.38 million. $1.38. The flu game. Or is it now the uh, food poisoning game? Uh, let's see. See, that's what I, I think. You know, I still have the BS flag flying a little bit on this. That why wouldn't Jordan or somebody correct this? And that it was the flu game, the flu game. And then all of a sudden, after, what, 25 years, somebody says, uh, no, no, that's food poisoning. I think it might have been food poisoning to begin with. Uh, the winning bid is 13 times more than the price paid a decade ago. A Utah Jazz ball boy, Preston Truman, sold the shoes at auction. At the time, the, sho- the shoes sold for $105,000. In the decade since, game-used items on the rise, especially anything with Jordan, the jersey that he wore game one of the 1998 NBA Finals. $10 million. It's only going up. But just him. So the sale comes on the 25th anniversary of Jordan's final shot, uh, Game 6 of the 1998 Finals. The flu game, Game 5, 1997, feels like that is more recognizable than... Now, he hits the I- iconic shot. If that had been his final shot of his career, 
then I get how valuable anything that he wore in that game would be. But the flu game stands out more because Mike then ended up coming back and playing for the Wizards. But when you talk about the flu game, it's just different. Jordan was so sick that he had to get an IV before the game, could barely stand between shots. It was called the flu, but apparently it changed to food poisoning involving late-night pepperoni pizza. (laughs) I guess the ball boy for the Jazz used to give Jordan applesauce and graham crackers, and uh, Jordan gave him his shoes that night as a thank you. He uh, kept the signed shoes, had a picture taken of Jordan giving him the shoes. He is also in a legal battle over another pair of Air Jordans that Jordan gave him game two in 1998. Those shoes were sold for $215,000 in 2020, then resold for $2.23 million in April. There's only a few athletes that you could see them going up exponentially. If something that Babe Ruth wore, it's going to continue to hold value. But Jordan, it just... Nobody's paying this for Larry Bird shoes or Magic's shoes. But the Dream Team has to do with Jordan. You Carl know, Malone selling Dream Team memorabilia or merch items. Uh, his warm-up jacket. Man, that's a lot of money for a pair of shoes. How do you display those? You know, if you have a piece of art, you put it up on the wall. Do you display the Air Jordans? Put them under glass? Where do you put them? (laughs) It's like, where's the appropriate place for your Air Jordans? You know, and you have to run this by your wife, too, if you're married, where you go, uh, hey, hon, uh, I'd like to have this, you know, as soon as you walk into the foyer, that... uh, you know, you have this bright spotlight on those shoes. Yeah, Mark. <laughs> yes, Mark? If you have a man cave of some sort, that's a perfect place to put it. Mm. Okay. If you're burying Santa Fe, you can just put it anywhere. Yeah. He doesn't have to get permission from anyone. No, <laughs> nope. burying Santa Fe doesn't have to run anything by anybody. Nope. Uh, Doug, some stock. Doug in North Carolina. Hi, Doug. What's on your mind today? Well, Dan, I was hoping I could ask some uh, advice from Seton. Uh, I live in Wilmington, North Carolina, which is it's either a large town or a big city, or I'm sorry, a large town or a small city. Mm-hmm. And we recently just got an outdoor amphitheater that opened during COVID. I have a friend who has season tickets. She's going to be gone for a week in July, and she's offered me my pick between Darius Rucker, who's coming into town, or Fish. Who do I go for, Seton? Darius or Fish? Well, what kind of experience do you want to have, Doug? Well, I, I don't. I'm afraid I liked Hootie. I just think I'm not much of a country fan, and I don't know how far he's go, goes in that direction. I don't know a Fish song, but it seems like that's something that you are going to tell your kids that you were at. Fish is going to be an experience for sure. You're going to be there for like forever and not know a single song and not be able to tell when one ends and one begins. <laughs> so that's that. And you're going to see a lot of people spinning in circles for what seems like no reason. Um, but Darius, he's got some hits, throws in some awesome covers. He's a friend of the show. I would probably go towards Darius, but um, again, I'm not really a huge Fish fan. So, But they're, everybody swears by their concerts. So it's almost like the kind of thing that... Fish you should see once in your life.
Fish is on a Tuesday. Oh, and Darius to... is on a Friday. That's my that's my fear about you know. I don't know if I want that much of an experience in the middle of the week. Do you have to work on Wednesday? Yes, sir. Oh dear, I would go to Darius. I would on go Friday. to Darius. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you, Doug. I had an opportunity to go see fish at the Garden, Madison Square Garden, and I'm meeting with some guys, and they're all excited. We had dinner there in the restaurant in the Garden, and they're like, "You want to go?" I go, "No." They're like, you got to go. It's fish. And I go, I don't care. I have no interest. <laughs> and they go, all right, you're going to miss out. We're doing Molly. And I go, <laughs> Molly. I said, okay, I'm still not going. <laughs> if I need to take that to enjoy the concert, probably not a good concert for me. But I would, I would pick Darius. But Darius is going to be up in this uh, part of the country here in August. And Fritzy is going to be on stage with Darius. Darius has to pay off a bet, and you get to sing two songs prior to the start of the show. The Dolphins did not win the Super Bowl, yes. and that's what the bet was. And are you going to? Do you know what you're doing? Is it is it Hall and Oates song? I was leaning towards that. I'm open to other things, but I was leaning initially. I was going to look at maybe singing a Hall and Oates song or two. Okay. Uh, we mentioned this a little while ago. Fritzy has paint all over the left side of his car, the wheels, the uh, wheel well, and. Uh, it's, driving Paulie crazy. But, you know, I think McGuire's has some stuff in the back that I can help you with. But you got a lot of paint there because you this is the paint that they paint the lines on the uh, highway that you ran over, right? Should I sue, like, the local? No, 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 it's not. I'm, I'm telling you what you do to, now. Don't worry about what happened. I know, but if it gets expensive, I'm wondering no, who's you're, you, for No, you're that. pointing fingers when you should point a finger at you to go get something done. And you don't even know if that's what you actually ran over, do you? I don't. I don't know what what it could be. I, I just saw that. Why is this white stuff all over the left side of my car and not anywhere else? It's weird. Josh in Nashville. Hey, Josh. First time, long time. Five nine one fifty. Yep. Just uh, just wanted to do my part to save Fritzy some money. I'm a detailer here in Nashville. Uh, go to your local auto store and get Goof Off Overspray Remover. It's for dried road paint, dried overspray. You're going to have to get a pack of microfiber towels, and Fritz, you're going to have to put a little effort into it, but just sit there, and it'll come right off. And then take it through the car wash. Don't go through the car wash before you do that. It won't, it won't do any good. Thank All right. You. Well, thank you, Josh. We have that in the back. The we off. have goof off. Yeah. So I should stop goofing off. Got a lot of that going on around here. For... <laughs> the back room guys, they're goof off. But you have to do that, Todd. It's not going to go away by itself. No, but that's usually your approach. It'll be like, ah, oh, just somebody else will fix it. I was hoping the rain that's supposed to be coming. No, <laughs> it rained yesterday. Yeah, didn't do much for Thank that. Thank you, Todd. Yeah, Paul. I think I would comfortably bet a week's pay that Todd, now knowing that there's microfiber towels and goof off and back, will still not do it. Well, we've helped you. That. We've tried to help you, <laughs> whether you do it or not. You know, it's, it's up to you. But it feels like uh, you could be a little proactive on this, maybe, after three days. Okay? Yeah. Or just ask Paulie to do it. Goof off. Magic erasers and goof off. Do you want Paulie to do it? I'm sure he could probably take care of it. I just ask you, is it? You asked me. Do you want him to do it? Is it yes? My plan was to go right to the car wash, and then no, he just said don't go to the car wash. It's not going to make it worse. The car wash. It. Oh my gosh. There, there are some uh, chemicals and sealants in the car wash that. Let's put it when it was wet on your car right after you ran through it, you should have zipped over to a car wash and gotten it off. 
Now we're in a position where a car wash could do more damage than good okay. with sealants and. Okay, we spent enough time on it. I'll leave it up to you. Tom. I should just sell the car. Yeah, yeah, that that would be a great thing to do. Just sell it. Instead of doing any work, you're going to sell it. Okay. That's, that's me. I'm going to give you credit for I'm that. I'm just going to put it on Craig or List or whatever they call it today. <laughs> Not Craig's List. It's like just Craig. Let's take a break. Brian Windhorst, busy man, even in the off season for the mothership, will join us. We'll uh, talk to him about Zion and Bradley Beal and Dame. We've got some interesting scenarios here. Maybe something happens before next week's NBA draft. Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. If you've listened to the show, you know that I always talk about Simply Safe, and why not? Best home security system of 2023, 2022, 2021 by U.S. News and World Report. They could sit back and say, we're good. You know, we can rest on our laurels. That is not the case with these folks. They're always innovating. They are keeping you safe 24-7. They also have this. Now, this caught my attention because I have fallen victim to this. The two-in-one smoke and CO detector So that will be able to distinguish between a fire and just the cooking smoke. So you don't have to explain to the fire department, no, I was just cooking a steak. Simply Safe 24-7 professional monitoring service. And the monitoring service, monitoring service costs just under a dollar a day. Easy to set up for yourself. Or they have a certified technician who can install it for you. Right now, get 20% off your new system. Sign up for interactive monitoring. You start by going to simplysafedan.com. That's simplysafedan.com. And remember, there is no safe like Simply Safe. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, Okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling, only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. 
Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. They say good things come to those who wait. The Mercedes-Benz SUV family proves otherwise. Takes no time at all. Set up a test drive. Your local Mercedes-Benz dealer. Learn more. MBUSA.com. Seat and update the poll results, and then we'll uh, get to Brian Winhorst. Yes, Dan, I'm happy to do that for you. I was just in the process of putting up a new, very snarky poll question mm. from Todd that we'll hit later. But okay. if you were to bet on who would have a better career moving forward, John Morant, Zion Williamson, not even close, 75% have a job. Can I take Darius Garland or R.J. Barrett in that conversation there? Mm. Yeah, a little mean-spirited there. Brian Winhorst, very busy ESPN senior NBA writer. Before I get to the uh, topics of today... Can you give the audience a, a little bit of the backstory? You went to the same high school as LeBron and then started covering him eventually. Um, when he made the decision, did that, that affected your life as, as well in covering LeBron that day? Yeah, I mean, uh, ESPN eventually hired me and I moved to Miami. Um, but it was, you know, ESPN and I had talked before and we thought there was a chance he was going to go to Chicago or New York you know, if he left Cleveland and they had operations in Chicago and New York already. And when, uh, he went to Miami, uh, crickets, <laughs> crickets, absolute crickets. Um, and so a couple of months passed and I was actually in Thailand on vacation when I got a call from ESPN, <laughs> uh, Hey, which wants to do Miami. Um, so yeah, that's how that went. Okay. But then you have to say to your wife, we're moving to Miami. My wife was in law school at Ohio state. So, I mean, we were, we were, we were engaged. So it was, no, it was not exactly a, a clean, a clean situation, but um, uh, I, I haven't, it was, it was a tough for a few months, but I haven't, I haven't regretted it. But if I would ask you 30 minutes before the decision, where you thought LeBron was going to go, what would you have thought? Well, I, I knew it was Miami. I actually think that it was a stunner to me that the Cleveland was that shocked. I guess social media wasn't, which wasn't a thing as much in 2010 because there was multiple reports that he was going to Miami during that day. Uh, I wrote a story that was on Cleveland Plain Dealers website that basically said this. I couldn't independently confirm it, but I was, you know, it was, it was out there. Obviously you could have had a last minute change of heart. I would not have ruled that out. I don't know if LeBron would have ruled it out. Um, but, uh, you know, I was kind of surprised at how amazed Cleveland was because obviously they were hanging on every piece of information here. We had all this information and, and um, you know, yeah. So the, 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 the world didn't know. I think today there's no way that could have been kept secret is the way it, uh, it ended up do, doing so back in 2010. I remember Jared Dudley for some reason came out and said that LeBron was going to the Knicks uh, and, and, you know, he's at the boys and girls club in Greenwich and we thought, okay, he's going to the Knicks. Was that ever a possibility for LeBron? The only clarity that I had from LeBron's camp that week was that it was not going to be the Knicks. <laughs> and uh, I said as much and uh, was, you know, totally, you know, did radio in New York. And they told me I was absolutely out of my mind that him doing it in Greenwich guaranteed it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Actually, Dan, Stephen A. Smith, he, he had it. Like, he was a few days early. And he called it, I think, shortly after Bosch and Wade kind of made a co-announcement, which that doesn't get remembered. You know how Bosch and Wade announced they were going to play for the Heat? I mean, Wade was already, but to resign. Michael Wilbon did a 45-second-to-minute interview on the Noon Sports Center on like a 
Wednesday afternoon. Bosch and Wade were sitting together. They threw to Wilbon. He did it. It was wrapped in two and a half minutes. Back to baseball highlights. Um, and then LeBron had his own show, you know, maybe three, four days later. Brian Winhorst, ESPN senior NBA writer. I'm wondering, is the Joker joking with us? It, like, he's got a, a unique sense of humor. You know, the parade, he doesn't want to go to the parade. He forgot the MVP trophy. And I wonder <laughs> if, is he joking? Is he fooling us with this personality here? Well, look, I believe that he may not care about the accoutrements. Like, he may not care about the physical hardware. But I don't believe he doesn't care. Uh, this concept that this is just something I do from nine to five or whatever the shift is, and that he's just like I got to get back to my family. I don't believe that. I don't believe somebody becomes that skilled and that and that amazing at their craft, uh, who studies and is so mentally prepared, who doesn't care. And I do believe he cares about the MVP. He may not care about it like other people do, and he may not speak about it. And I do believe he cares about winning. And excuse me, did you see him screaming on the bench in the fourth quarter? Yeah. Uh, you think that's a man who doesn't care? I mean, he absolutely cares. He just shows it in a different way, and he has his priorities in a bit of a different order. Um, I do believe, however, uh, that he would prefer to be in Serbia uh, because I'm sure the parade, it was, it was, it, every, everything in Denver was totally cool. I mean, there was unfortunately a shooting, but generally it was, it was okay after the, um, after the, they won the title the other night. It was a pain in the butt to get out of central Denver though. And I wouldn't, I am very glad I am not having to be a part of that parade today. So I get Jokic not wanting to do the parade. There's wishful reporting in all sports that we hope that there's something because that gives us something to talk about. So it could be Zion moving on or they move on from him. It could be Dame in Portland. It could be Bradley Beal in Washington. If you were going to rank those three, not wishful reporting, but actual reporting, the likelihood that who was moved, where would you start? I think the most likely of those is Beal to get traded. Um, The Wizards may not term it a rebuild, but um, they can't bring the same team back. They had like the ninth highest payroll this year and didn't even make the play-in. Uh, not acceptable. This You don't need like incredible insider analysis to know that they don't want to bring that team back. And the contract for Beal is onerous. You have to separate Beal the player and Beal the contract because right now what we're talking about is the contract. They, I think the Wizards want out of that contract. Uh, Michael Winger, who just got hired, didn't sign it. Um then I think uh, Zion, um, although I'm not convinced it's going to happen because his value, it's not a good time to trade him. His value is low. Uh, I just think that they've reached a point there in, in New Orleans where they are now saying, well, what are our options? Um, and it's gotten, I'm kind of surprised at how out there it is, Dan. Like I'm being very careful in how I'm couching what I'm saying because I'm very sensitive to aggregation and the last thing that i want is report colon when her says pelicans to trade zion i don't believe that okay. but that said over the last three or four days as i talk to more and more teams i continue to hear more conversations that the pelicans are having about it so you can try to infer that i think that there's a significant interest in them in, in judging the market and then lillard as of right now, and I have to underscore right now, it's uh, 11.30 Eastern on Thursday, June 15th. As of right now, 
I think he wants to be a Blazer. I think the Blazers are trying to make moves to, to support him. The trades that I have heard the Blazers in negotiations for over the last few days are trades that are centered around building around Dame. If they don't make a deal, if they end up drafting uh, you know, a teenager with the, the third pick next week, I do think Dame could reevaluate and say, what are we doing here? Um, but you're asking me right now at 1131, right now Dame is, is not being traded, nor is he asking to be traded. Yeah, he gets older, they get younger. That's not a recipe for winning anything in Portland. Uh, well, to be honest with you, don't tell anybody this, but the Blazers kind of already started a rebuild. Uh, they tanked the last two years. But why not the just number- continue then, Brian? See, this is this is the thing. Like, if you honestly, if they were hiring me as a consultant, I would say you had the number eight pick last year. They drafted Shaden Sharp, who's got a high upside. They have the number three pick this year. You're already halfway there. Sure. You could you could see what the market could get you for Dame, but I also don't have to fill the Moda Center. I don't I don't have to sit there in front of the fans. Um, they have not been competitive with Dame the last couple of years, as good as he is. So, I would say I, if I were them, I would seriously consider saying we've already kind of started the rebuild, and what could we get for Dame right now? My God, the the offers would be robust. Um, but that is not how they are acting. That is not what Joe Cronin, the general manager, has said. That is not how they are acting. They are behaving as if they are trying to build right now around a guy who's been the best player in franchise history. And I I understand that as well. You know, Bradley Beal doesn't move the needle. He's a good player. Uh, You know, he gets you 23, 24 points, but nobody's showing up to go, boy, I got to go see Bradley Beal play. If you're the Miami Heat or whoever it might be, and they say, all right, I'm bringing in Bradley Beal at $47 million. And he's not somebody who, I mean, he might make you better, but he's not making you more interesting. Um, it, what's the market? For, it feels like there's a lot of teams that could be interested in Bradley Beal. Help me understand why, you know, a guy at age 30. Yeah, so this is the thing. There's nobody ever going to say anything bad about him. They like him as a player. The Wizards, he's played 90 games the last two years combined. Mm. He's got a no-trade clause. The Wizards are not in position to contend this year. If the Wizards keep him and he has another injury-plagued year or he doesn't as as another non-All-Star season, they're in in a rough position, Dan. And in all honesty, the Wizards getting out of that contract is potentially the asset that they get in trading for Bradley Beal. And And I have to underscore this, please listen, aggregators. <laughs> it's not that they don't like Bradley Beal, the person or the player. It's the contract. The contract is the problem in combination with the new rules that are coming into the NBA, which is if you hit this, what they call the second apron, you might as well be in leg irons and shackles to improve your team. They are The owners are forcing parity down the throat of the league, and they are saying you are not going to have a high-dollar third-best player anymore. No L.A. Clippers, no uh, Brooklyn Nets, no Golden State Warriors. You're not going to have payrolls that are $100 million more than the rest of us. They can spend that much money, but they have made it impossible really to do it for more than a year. And so going forward, teams are going to be extremely careful about what they pay like their guys who are not their 
uber stars. So, for example, the Denver Nuggets have two max, they have three max players. Jokic is worth, he's a bargain at twice the price. Murray, absolutely. Murray is, is going to get extended if he wants to this summer. Michael Porter, I think in a couple of years, you will not be able to have Michael Porter. And I don't just mean the Nuggets. I mean any team. You will not be able to have a third player who is on a max salary who is basically that type of player. And the problem is um, Bradley Beal, maybe, maybe today he's a number two, but what about in two years? Maybe then he's a number three, and he's going to be making $50 million with a no-trade clause. So that is what the issue is here when it comes to Beal. It's that contract combined with the new rules. And in the fairness to the Wizards, when they signed him to this deal last year, they didn't know these new rules were coming in. Uh, and they have been throwing a curveball here. And it is taken Michael Winger, their new president, like of, if he would come in and look at the lay of the land, of course he's like, boy, can we do something here? And they're going to say everything wonderfully about Beal publicly, and they are going to mean it. But they have got to try to get out of that contract. And that is why if there's a trade, people are probably going to be surprised at how low he goes for. Last summer, when we saw Gobert and Donovan Mitchell get traded, it was like, oh, my God. Because, frankly, Beal's resume is better than those guys at the level or better. But when you see what Beal gets traded for versus when you, what you see what those guys get traded for, people are going to be stunned. And it's going to take a while for them to understand why. And they're going to say, well, what's wrong with them? What we don't? And there's nothing. It's not a commentary on him as a, as a player. John Morant, when and how much? Well, I don't work in PR. But today is the Nuggets parade, and next week is NBA draft week. Uh, Wembenyama will, I think Wembenyama is going to get eliminated tonight in the French League playoffs, and I expect he will be in, on U.S. soil uh, by next week. I don't think Adam Silver wants John Morant to be the thing. Plus, what day is tomorrow? I think it's Friday. So That I was my guess, that it would be tomorrow. There's a cushion before you get to the NBA draft. So, and I'm just going to say, I wish I could tell you, uh, Dan, oh, yes, my sources have told me it is 36 games. I don't know what it's going to be. I just don't know. I actually don't even have a feel. I don't even want to guess. But I am going to say that at the end of the regular season, the NBA gave out one of the most severe suspensions they've given in Adam Silver's tenure as commissioner to Miles Bridges from the Charlotte Hornets, who pled no contest to a felony domestic uh, abuse charge. He was given 30 games for that, uh, for that plea. Uh, I, don't know if it's, I don't know the proper legal term for that, however that legal thing played out. He admitted fault or I don't know. I don't know how it works, but 30 games. So I know that there are people who are, who as soon as they heard what Adam Silver said, leapt to the conclusion that, oh my gosh, it's going to be a year. It's going to be seven years. They may never let him uh, into a game, you know? Um, a couple of things here. One, Adam, they, the standard is the standard. Two, this guy is extraordinarily valuable to this league. And they and the NBA want this to be a bump in the road. They want Ja to be a superstar in this league for a decade plus. So they have got to make sure that what they're doing here is helping him take corrective action, not push him away. And so... Uh, no matter what the suspension is, I'm sure there will be howls about it. But this is a very delicate situation with a player who's extremely important both now and in the future. 
If I said you could have John Morant or Zion moving forward? Well, I'm worried about both of them because they both play with kind of reckless abandon. Uh, Every time Ja jumps, I get worried because he has such explosive athleticism. I mean, he is such a joy to watch. He plays like his hair's on fire. I mean, it's amazing to watch him play. Uh, If I was a young kid just learning and watching the game, I would be so attracted to his style of play. And Zion Williamson is probably the best. He and Jokic are the two best interior scorers since Shaq. And Zion is six inches shorter. Zion is an absolute offensive machine. I have immense belief in his talent. But he lands like a ton of bricks every time he jumps. Like, it's both of them. Ja, because he's seven feet off the ground. And, and Zion, because he just lands like, like a skyscraper falling. So I don't have all the data on what it, what they're, uh, when they do those tests on those machines and they see their load. I mean, I'd be worried about both of them. But Ja has demonstrated more health. And, um, and you know, I'm... You know, and and you know, frankly, more uh, focus on the game. So I would pick Ja, but I uh, I'm worried about both of them because they're both Dan. They're both so important to the future league. Take a look at the guys who are under 25. If you if you if you draw a line at 25 year olds and down, <clears throat> the NBA needs those guys really really badly. And um, uh, this is not a, it's not a joke. I know people make fun of Zion and whatever. This is real talk. This is a, a league that needs those guys to be great, and they are magnetic. In both of their ways, they are magnetic, and, and, and so it's, it's definitely something to be worried about. Uh, final question. Uh, if LeBron leaves to play with his son someplace, do you have to move? No. No. I'm, uh, I'm done moving for LeBron, but uh, <laughs> um, I will say that uh, USC games uh, are now going to be one of the, one of the, uh, the big draws uh, for, this, for this next season. You got a credential already for USC basketball? I have been to Bronny James basketball games. I will have to, I have to cop to that. Great to talk to you, Brian. Thank you. We appreciate Thanks, your time. All right. That's Brian Windhorst, ESPN senior NBA writer. Yeah. Uh, LeBron announces, yeah, I'm leaving. I'm going to Orlando to play with Bronny. Wendy's got to go to his wife. Honey, we're going to Orlando. But you start in Cleveland. Next thing you know, you're in Miami. I wonder what LeBron thought when he turned around and be like, I got a reporter following me? Yeah. Uh, Just imagine if you were Shohei Otani, where you have like 50 reporters who are following you. Or Dave McMenamin covering LeBron. All right, we'll come back. Last call for phone calls. What we learned, what's in store tomorrow right after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. What do you get when you combine a three-time manager of the year and a three-time national sports writer of the year? It's the Book of Joe podcast. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions, playoff games, and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Listen to the Book 
Uncle Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL, featuring the biggest names. Caitlin Clark's in there, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. They got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And you got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Well, it's like, you know, Shania Twain was country, but that was new country. You know, like country to me was Waylon and Willie and the boys. It's like the purists might say that's not, yeah. you know, Taylor Swift to the country purist might yes, not be considered country. That, that right? is true. I just considered it music. It was just great music. Okay. That's all. Fritzy goes to me, hey, I'm going to give you a lyric and then you give me the next lyric. Right, Ton? I did do that. Go ahead. I said, uh, I got a blank space, baby, and I wanted to see if you knew what the next line was. Maybe that was too easy. Yeah, because I'm a Taylor Swift fan. And I'll write you your name. You got it immediately. Yes, I did. No thought. Yes, I did. That's not a difficult one. It's one of her bigger songs there. Yes, boy. Is that the whole bit? Is it, are we that was do, it. We're not going to do a game where we have a bunch of lyrics? No, no, no. It was, I was out in the kitchen, and he comes out. Everybody's shooting hoops, having a great time, and Todd's in here by himself, and he walks out, and he goes, uh, I got a black space, baby. He goes, you know the you? next lyric? And I go, yeah, and I'll write your name. He goes, oh, okay. And then that was it. Yes, I, I like that you knew that so quickly. It's not difficult. Okay. Not everyone knows that, I don't think. Yes, yes, Mark. I have a tough one. Okay. Here's a lyric. Okay. Celebrate good times. Come come on. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Todd. That's uh, not on the playlist for yeah. tomorrow. Ooh. That's not? No. Oh, God, no. Okay. Hate that song. Why? I hope that you're you're paying homage to funk. That if, if funk is going to win your Marvin's Cookout playlist, then it yeah. should be funk. Sly and James Brown are on it. Okay. There's three spots left. Okay. It's a celebration. Yeah. 
I wish I would have seen James Brown in concert. I, I, it never came up, you know, in, like, hey, let's go see James Brown. And I, I wish that I would have had, or the, you know, the idea or somebody had the forethought to go, we, you should go see James Brown. But I would have had to go to the Apollo, and I don't, I don't know if I would have had the wherewithal of getting tickets and going to the Apollo and seeing James Brown. But I'd, that'd be the place to have seen him at the Apollo. All right. Uh, it's National Lobster Day. Yeah. That's fun. Let's yeah. go get lobster rolls. How do you think lobsters feel about this? Like, they get their own day, but it's not really their day. They think it's really nice yeah. to be uh, celebrated <laughs> right up until one specific moment. <laughs> okay. Do you get your lobsters prepared before you pick them up, or do you do it when you get home yourself? Paulie? I'm a box of live lobster guy. And so you, you come home and then you put them in the you water? You boil them, you hear the noises, and, and you crack. Okay. Uh, we just had lobster, I don't know, a week ago, and my daughters were like, can you get it prepared there and then go pick it up? Did like they said, crack it for you? Pre-cracked? Well, they they uh, they killed them. Oh. Yeah, that was the prepare. Could you, could you get them to do the dirty work so we don't have to do it? And I said, yeah, I can do that. Because I'm not a lobster guy, but it's National Lobster Day. If you read about the history of lobster, it used to be like poor man's food, and and then it became cool years ago, and now lobster rolls are where they charge big bucks for. Well, are oysters, were oysters considered poor man's food? I don't know, but you you could read about, at least on the East Coast, lobsters were not considered a delicacy at all 100 years ago. Mm. It's like what the poor folk ate. That Uh, happens a lot with like peasant food becomes very trendy and high-priced. Well, pizza, that was absolutely cheap stuff when the Italians came over, brought it over from Naples. Yes, Marv. Vienna sausages? <laughs> okay, maybe not. <laughs> what? You don't like lobster? I thought you like lobster. No. You like seafood? Yes. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oysters. Yeah. All right. Okay. National Lobster Day. Enjoy. Right. Shout out Lobster. Okay. Lobster did it. Yeah, to all you lobsters out there. <laughs> Duck for cover. Uh, this day in sports history, Paulie. 1938, Johnny Vandermeer, the, your Reds, Dan, pitched his second straight no-hitter. What a week that must have been. But it was a night game against the Pirates. And I wonder if pitching at night or trying to hit, see a ball at night, affected that. I don't know if that's the case. Are you besmirching Johnny not, Vandermeer I, I'm, 80 years later? Maybe I am. I'm just wondering that how good were the lights at Ebbets Field in 1938? 1980, Jack Nicholas won his fourth U.S. Open title. Okay. And then uh, 1995, during the O.J. Simpson trial, he tried on the gloves. Yeah, well, it doesn't fit. It didn't work out so well. Yeah. Hey, Fritz, I'm going to give you a lyric, and then you, uh, if it doesn't fit. You must. Okay. Do you know that this place had a rain out, and it's a dome? And it happened on this day in 1976. The Astrodome had a rain out. They had 10 inches of rain flood the entrance ramps to the ballpark. <laughs> and they couldn't play the game. They had a rain out at the Astrodome. I did not know that. Uh, Todd, what would you learn today? His new Ravens teammates, including Lamar Jackson, talk about 30-year-old OBJ like he's some old legend from yesteryear. Seton O'Connor. Ryan Windhorse is done moving. Yeah. Uh, Marvin. Windhorse, done moving. Thank you. Paulie. 
Sims doesn't love the 49ers quarterbacks. Say hello to the all-new PXG 0311 Gen 6 golf clubs. They're easy to hit, so forgiving. The Gen 6 are great. That's what I play. PXG.com and schedule fitting. Play PXG. 844-PLAY-PXG to learn more. Have a great day, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow on our Meet Friday. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits. LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.